You are listening to Life Clips, episode 53, 100% Deception. So this week, um, I'm literally just going to dissect this video here um, somewhat. And that is the end, really, of this week's episode, what we're going to see here today. And uh, right here, I know a lot of you have probably seen this video already. But the title of this week is 100% Deception. And Deception, New Age, New Age Deception has infiltrated. And I use the term church very loosely because this is not a church. This is not a New Testament church. This is a demonically charged church. And anyone who listens, follows, watches, agrees with Bethel, uh, Bill Johnson, Rick Joyner, Mario, whatever his last name is, and I can't think of it. Um, oh my gosh, the list goes on and on, guys. I can't think of all the names. Anyone that you see here on this, this guy here actually uh, was invited to Jack Hibbs Church, but that's another podcast, not mine. But anyway, uh, so we're going to watch here this uh, complete demonic activity, and then we're going to go into a group that you may or may not have heard of. That is very disturbing, but they would not be the only people who uh, teeter on New Age. And we're going to get into that next week with some of the um, popular mainstream Christian music. So anyway, here we go. This is uh, an exciting thing. I didn't know that we could uh, get our theology from the Lord of the Rings movie. I think that's what she's chanting here. But anyway, um, again, I'm sure you guys have seen this, but right in the beginning, he's way off. Um, you can't uh, do anything that they're saying that they can do. Only God can do that. And uh, anyway, he he here we go. I'm just going to hit play and shut up. You know, we're going to do some binding and loosening. And one of the things that I've learned in the last maybe around 10 years, that apostles have authority to make the decrees and declaration and uh, and something that God gives and I've seen it work in so many practical ways well Pastor Marlene got a prophetic vision right before this event and she saw us doing a prophetic act that was going to be very very historic so thank you for hanging in there and staying with us but I believe that this is a very crucial time so why don't you share your vision then we'll do the apostolic decree okay so I am an artist I told you this one of the movies that has really touched my heart is... And I want someone to please go to the scripture where it says the apostolic decree. And uh, anyway, you ever notice people, too, they're very artsy? Um, I, I think, not saying that artists are deceived by any means, but I always find it funny that a lot of these people, and we're going to go to that actually after this, um, Art influences a lot of these new age type behaviors. But anyway, we'll let homegirl speak here. It's Lord of the Rings. Now, everybody understands, if you know Lord of the Rings, 
Everybody understands what's in my hand. Everybody understands what's in my hand. And during this process, I've been asking God, show me the act. Show me the act. Let me understand what you were saying. And when Pastor Bill started speaking, I saw the father's heart just opening his arms. Opening his arms. And then when Papa Che came forward, I saw the Christ and the sacrifice he did with the Korean community and with the black community during the LA riots. And then when I heard Ed, Pastor Ed speak, I heard what happened with the Ecclesia. The Ecclesia being the tool of the Holy Spirit. What I want you to do there um, is keep in mind as well that word Ecclesia, because that's the group that I'm going to be dissecting. Um, again, I, I, I mean, I could sit here and butcher this thing every 30 seconds, but I'm not. We'll let these fools talk and you can come to your own assessment. If this is biblical, again, point me to scripture where any of what has been said so far is biblical and for the remainder three and a half minutes. Please just inbox me, life clips, podcast at gmail.com point me to the scripture and um i'll be silent active in the community and then i heard pastor pastor terry coming and speaking for the african-american community and i heard myself speak why he asked me to do that normally i would only be scriptures but the lord told me i needed to repent for the participation i had with the racist spirit in america so I'm going to ask us right now to all grab a hold of this in our hand. Every single one of us. But from the father right here, we are going to lift the staff and will command the spirit not only to leave, but he shall not pass. Now, if you heard what Apostle Savosa said, he said that you need to oil your door. So I encourage you, if you haven't done this in the proper order, you must put oil in your door and then go in front and repeat this act with us that the spirit of racism may leave your house. So make sure you oil your door and you repeat this because that that's God. God wants you to repeat this and he wants you to perform an act from a secular made movie. Yep, oil. I, I got some olive oil in my cabinet in case anyone's low. Whether you participated as a victim or as someone who did it, we all did it. For a country to be where it is right now, we all did it. But we will say together, no more, no more, no more. So on the count of three. Oh, I'm sorry, we have to sit. Well, two things. I think it's important for you to share the vision of Gandalf, yes. putting oh. the stake down because that, oh, that's... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So for those of you who didn't see the movie, so this happens in the fellowship. So she was uh, interrupted because we have to understand the vision of whoever it was that he just said. Because, yep, God is speaking through a secular movie. What? In the Fellowship of the Ring. In the Fellowship of the Ring, at some point, Gandalf stands up and he is in the middle of this, this tomb type of place. 
And the demon that's been holding court there has, has killed everyone. Pretty much they used to live there. It was the dwarves. He's killed them all. And at, when the demon comes after Gandalf, even the demons flee. The demons flee. They start climbing the walls. And out of nowhere, Gandalf realizes the only thing that will stop this demon is if he stands there and confronts it. Toe to toe, eye to eye, and tells him, this is the line. And the demon is in full authority, in full manifestation of its presence. It's just roaring in front of Gandalf. And Gandalf stands in his authority in front of the demon and says it. The first time he hits it and it doesn't happen. The second time, Gandalf does it again. And still the demon is not obeying. And at the third time, Gandalf puts both of his hands on the staff. And he said, I said. Let's take a quick break. Everyone is podcasting these days. If this is something you want to do or you're already doing it, I would recommend using Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. I currently use the Blue Yeti. Buzzsprout is an extremely user-friendly platform and I could not be happier with their services. There are so many things that this site allows you to do. From your show being listed on every major podcast platform to the audio player that you can use seamlessly on your websites to the detailed analytics of what we, come on guys, the podcasters want to see. Don't lie. I know you look at that too. We want to know who was listening, where they're listening, how long they're listening. There are zero hassles because Buzzsprout provides these tools and more to help promote our podcasts. Fellow podcasters, do we not work hard? Well, I am here to tell you that Buzzsprout works even harder to make our podcasts stream streamlessly. Yes, I know that's not a word. If you want to join a company that already has over 100,000 podcasters, click the link and let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. This will get you a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. And in addition, of course, it'll help support our show. Don't delay. Start Buzzsprouting today. Okay, she sounds so demonic in this part. So, what? And he hits it. And that authority is what we are talking about that can only be released by an apostolic decree. The authority must be given. And that's why I revealed what we heard tonight. So, is that clear? Thank you. So please stand up with us. So if you can stand because you're standing in authority, because you're all kings and priests and all of us, we're an apostolic people. So as an apostolic team with the authority that God's given to us, we decree and declare that racism. So aren't they already not doing it right? Because it says both hands. So anyway, let's continue to watch, shall we? Clearly, they're not taking their own advice. Well, and it's over in the ecclesia from this night forward in Jesus' mighty name. Let's lift it up and bang it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, give him a praise over. Repeat with us. Thou shalt not pass. 
for. Amen. 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 I'm sorry. We did it twice. We need one more. One more. We need you to agree with us. Okay. On the count of three. On three. Shout with us. One, two, three. Thou shalt not pass. In the name of Jesus Christ. Coming up here is um, this guy, Elijah, with Andrew. And I, I, I don't really, I don't mean this the way it's coming out. I don't want you to pay attention to Elijah. I want you to pay attention to Andrew. Andrew was the one wearing the glasses. So I want, I'm playing these parts first because this is where confusion comes in, where people think that they're actually Christians. And I need to make this very clear. We are called to be born again followers of Christ. Nowhere in the Bible did Jesus say that ye must be a Christian in order to enter the kingdom of heaven? He said, you must be born again. So if you want to know that passage, uh, please go through it. I believe it's in John somewhere and, and read that account of what Jesus said to Nicodemus. Um, it is vitally important because Christianity is one thing. Religion is one thing. But then you have born again spirit-filled, true spirit-filled believers. So anyway, I want you to listen to this dialogue between them. Uh, again, the video is kind of cut and pasted um, just for time purposes. I can't sit here and play each 30-minute video for the podcast, but you can hear the confusion. You can hear what is not biblical. And then, um, then we'll get into exactly the deadliness of this group and why on the outward, you would be like, well, Kim, that sounds great. I mean, look at these young kids. They're sold out for Christ. And anyway, this gets worse. So let's sit back and listen. Every time there was a season where things were about to change, he would raise up a prophetic voice. He would release what he was saying through his servants, the prophets. Amos specifically said, I will do nothing unless I reveal it first to my servants, the prophets. And so we know the importance of the prophetic. We know the importance that when we come into seasons, when we know God is about to do something big, God is about to do something different. Things are about to change. Things are about to shift. He's starts to talk and then it's our job as believers to position ourselves to hear what he's about to say and um i think all of us have really been in kind of like fasting and prayer and locking away and putting away and everything that kind of drowns out his voice we've been kind of pushing that all to the side and when i began to do that the lord came to me and he said 2020 itself will be the year of kingdom come he said we will see the manifestation of his government and his will for the lord says that we will see clearly what is his and what is not and the shining of his glory and light through us will outshine the false the perverse and everything that is mixture so much so that his people will drown out anything that is false and i heard the lord say very very clear my government is coming who will oppose it and when i when i started talking to andrew and he started telling me things that the lord was telling him it clearly aligned and when you tell me what you were saying yeah about the government of god yeah yeah so there's i think there's two symbols that god's really been placing on my heart into last year you into this year kind of a shift of a symbol but both are still applicable the first one is an eye 
We are the generation, Generation um, Z, millennials. We are calling out to you guys and letting you know that this is a moment in time yes. where we're in a preparation in this decade, and we're in a moment where God is cleansing us and purifying us and getting us um, getting us priests ready and getting us king ready. He's he's shaking up everything in our lives. He's shaking up things all around us to get us priests ready and to get us king ready so that we can be the individuals who host his government. Um, I saw clearly Jesus and the sword came out of his mouth. I said, Lord, why is there a sword coming out of your mouth? He said, the sword, yes, it severs and it separates, but also in this season, I'm turning my sword against the things that are persecuting my people. Yes. That there are things in our personal lives, there are things going on in the church and the Lord's going to aggressively attack, not just in the United States, but around the world. We hear a lot of things about persecutions and we hear a lot of things about things that are coming against the body of Christ. Jesus Christ is aggressively, even through us and even through the governments of the earth, yeah. going to put a halt and a stop to persecution. Yes, he did say that persecution was going to be the thing that we experienced even in the last days and end times and all that kind of stuff. It's in scripture, but there's something that he wants to do. And first he has to put a halt and a stop to persecution so that his church is free enough to move and do what she has to do. Again, what is he talking about? I mean, none of this is biblical. None of this is biblical. Like, are you guys even listening to this nonsense? And so when I saw that, I saw specifically that Jesus, the man of war, was manifesting that 2020 and even... And, and again, Jesus, the man of war, can, can I get that chapter and verse as well? Where does it say that Jesus is a man of war? I'll wait. Even this decade, in in the spirit, we were, it was going to be a time of battles, a time of war, that we were going to see God rise up for his people yeah. and rise up as a champion over yeah. us. And in this time of seeing and in this time of a sword coming out of his mouth, it's the time to say, it's yes. the time to release yes. that our words are going to be a war weapon. We have to understand the perfect. So do we have the sword or does Jesus have the sword? I'm confused. What? Huh? If Christ has the sword, then why do we even have to speak? Huh? But it comes in two ways. There's foretelling where you see the future and you say it. Mm -hmm. you okay. Foretelling, fortune telling. Uh, that's a seer. That's what the Bible speaks out against. Um, and nobody is seeing the future today. Uh, let me repeat that. Nobody is seeing the future today. See what God is doing in someone's life, and you say it, that is foretelling. But there's foretelling. We, the first time we see foretelling is with um, Ezekiel. Can these dry bones live? Yes, they can. Okay, here we go again with the dry bones. Again, they have no idea what this passage is about. So listen clearly on how... Elijah is talking about the dry bones. And live, all right, prophesied to them. When he prophesied, there was a creative release that hit the bones and the bones came back to life. We're going to see revival because we spoke it. We're going to see revival because we prophesied it. We no, again, I want to go on record. Ezekiel 37, the dry bones is talking about Israel. Nothing else. Nothing more coming back together as a nation. 
these kingdom now theology people are wrong on so many levels but this one always vexes me because this has nothing to do with what he is saying it has everything to do with israel becoming a nation he said what God was saying, and as we said what God was saying, there was creativity that right. was released. Yes. There was songs and music. There's going to be songs and music even that's released that's prophetic in nature. All of it is creating an environment for God to do what he's going to do. And so this is a time and a season for the prophetic. If you have not ever heard of the prophetic, if you've heard of it and never really experienced it, the Lord wants us to get equipped. He wants us to be up. Um, to have our senses open yeah. to be able to see that we may do to be able to see that we may um hear um in uh, habakkuk he said i will go on the watchtower yeah. to see what the lord is saying right. this is the time for seeing the one eye the perspective yeah. the eye being the light of the body that as we restore um the the every, as we get into a place where god is restoring our ability to see we'll be able to do and that's so important because in this coming we both believe there is a jesus yes. movement coming yeah. jesus is moving in the heavens and we're going to reflect what he's doing and move in the earth there is a jesus movement coming but like i said before unless we're able to see right. what's going on with the father we won't be able to do all right i hate to burst anyone's bubble but there's zero and i mean zero jesus movement coming as long as these New apostolic, hellbound, demonic people keep talking about this. It's going to confuse people. There is no Jesus movement coming. This is not how Jesus operates. If you can, again, point me to the scripture where Christ operates or God operates in this manner, I will wait and I will profusely apologize. And so we have, we're even in this time, we're getting in places of fasting and prayer at the top of the year. Why at the top of the year? We want our whole entire year to be aligned, to be calibrated yes. to what the Father is doing. Yeah. We want to be able to hear, sense. We want to be able to perceive what He's doing. And so, by way of fasting and prayer, we're getting cleansed and we're dropping off all of the things of the world to be able to sense what God is doing. So good. There's a there's an outpouring that's going to come in this next decade. Yes. Of uh, the last great awakening something yes. that we are so passionate about and we want to see the church ready for it in the 70s in the last jesus movement the church was not ready for the outpouring that they received of unbelievers now keep in mind there that keyword great awakening and i'm not talking the global reset great awakening that term is vitally important and that is why i'm doing this new age series because people will be deceived by the antichrist and the religious system that he comes on thinking that that is actually christ these kids and everyone that listens to this new apostolic mumbo jumbo new age bull nonsiness will fall under the spell of the antichrist that is their judgment their deserving judgment from god they just weren't ready they were stuck in old wine old, old wine, wine skin. skin okay this makes no sense at all they were stuck in old wineskin, and now it's new wineskin. Again, they know the scripture, but they're not using it at all. What was Jesus talking about, the new and the old? Come on, guys. I mean, really? He was talking about law and grace in that analogy. Nothing about the old Jesus movement didn't work because it was old wineskin. 
Oh, Lord. And in the same time, um, they weren't ready to see how God was doing a new thing. Yeah. So we just want to be prepared as a generation. We want to partner with the older generation, with yes. the wisdom of our of our um, of our parents, of our past, of, of our elders, of our elders. Yes. While the knowledge, someone spoke to me, uh, spoke this to me while I was in New York. Uh, the older generation has wisdom, mm -hmm. wisdom of the ways of the Lord, but the new generation has sight that the old Ooh. generation didn't get to see. Right. If we come together, there Jesus. will be sustainable revival. Sustained revival. Passing the baton, and like mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier, this next last awakening is going to be a consistent passing of the baton from yes. generation to generation. Generation to generation, it's gonna be it's gonna be re um, restorations. It's gonna be revival. It's gonna be awakening. It's gonna be all movements culminating until we really do see the return of our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Really, it's gonna be massive. So. <laughs> The reason why this word is something we have to tuck in our heart is because when this decade is over, when the, I know I'll be what, 32 when this decade is over? When this decade is over, this we would literally have come into full adulthood. God is using this decade to purify us and to wash us and to bring us into positions to rule and reign on his behalf in the earth so that we can get accomplished what he wants to get accomplished. Right. So in this season, get the degree. In this season, publish the, um, publish the album. In this season, write the book because all of it is preparation. Yes. All of it is preparing for service that when um, when we come on the end of this decade, we'll be the ones that are leading the charge. Yes. We'll be the ones at the forefront of ministry, at the forefront of government and politics, at the forefront of education and policy. Yeah. We're going to be the ones that are dictating what happens in the yes. earth. And we are going to be the ones who are dictating what happens on the earth. Said not one Bible verse anywhere. Do you guys not hear? The Satanism in this? Really? If you don't, you might want to rewind it and listen to it again. If we don't allow the government of God to govern us, the world outside of us will have no um, metric for what it means to be peace, what it means to be in peace and what it means to be in order. And so the God of justice and the God of war and the God of conquest is manifesting himself to teach us how to take some things by force, to teach us not how, to teach us how to be, not how to be wimps, not how to be taken advantage of us. Um, the Lord said three times, I heard this really um, yeah. loud, advance. Advance, advance. Jesus said it specifically that the kingdom of heaven, even until the times of John the Baptist, has been advancing forcefully. And the forceful take. And notice the rocking that Andrew keeps doing. Again, um, I firmly believe that is part of the Kundalini, if you look at it, uh, which is demonic. There is nothing good about the Kundalini, and when they appear like he is, the rocking back and forth, I'm telling you guys, this is deadly deadly and the forceful take and the forceful take so we want to be the ones that take by force we want right. to be the violent ones right. that love is violent that right. love is violent against the works of darkness right. that peace is violent against the works of chaos Come that on. as we exercise the authority of jesus christ that he's placed on the inside of us we are going to displace darkness and install light yeah. we are going to break the powers and the chains of darkness anyone notice the theme we 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 we, 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 not Christ, we. Wow. This should scare them. It really should. And it should scare you if you're still listening and watching.
to anything dealing with the new apostolic reformation, anything. I believe that the back of sex trafficking is going to be broken. I believe that our generation is going to see the end of mass poverty, even in the urban areas, even in third world countries. We are literally going to see God pour out resources on his church like he did in Acts. Mm -hmm. He poured in resources. Everyone came and they gathered their resources and they doled it out. Uh, doesn't that sound kind of very tribulation-esque in the beginning under a pseudo piece? So that there was no need among them. And that's what we're going to see in this in this time, in this decade. So Generation Z, millennials, prepare yourself. Because on the other end of this decade, when we step into 2030, God will be commissioning yes. us as leaders. So here, um, here with... Okay, and here's another little um, clip of Montel and then... Um, whatchamacallit, Andrew again, kind of gives you a little bit of insight of who he is. One of my favorite artists, honestly, now, I think since tour, I've just become like a bigger fan of your music. Bro. Um, but this is Ecclesia. You want to talk about who you are and sure. what you do a bit? Yo, guys. So my name's Andrew. I'm kind of the director of this little band called Ecclesia. We're based in West Palm Beach, Florida. And yeah, we just make music for Jesus, but... Um, we just like to push the boundaries of like what you can do with that, you know, like sonically, um, we're super like passionate about drawing from different cultures and, and just honoring different people and like representing the, the full church, you know, like. I don't know what that means. Representing the full church. That's very new aging right off the get go. Every tribe and every tongue and every nation. Okay. So what we're going to do now is we're going to listen to some of their songs. Not all of them. I'm going to go through each one on their album. Um, just little 10, 20 second sound bites. And you tell me, the lyrics sound pretty cool. The beat is, I'll tell you this much. The beat is very, very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, hypnotic. It's very cool. I like it personally. Um, so we're going to play through this part here. And uh, you'll briefly hear some of the lyrics. And again, on the whole, you're like, oh, though, Kim, what's wrong with that? It, this all sounds fine. The beat is very captivating to someone who likes music such as myself. Lord God, stamp eternity on my eyeball. Such as these gags and bounds, he needs release in this awful hour in which we're living. They're never alive, but they're gags, they're bound, they're Be 
You have seen me. You're the only one that truly sees me uncovered. Are things bare and nothing hiding? Every thought, every deed, every failure been in those to be. You behold them, and you love me instead. Cause you love and you love and you love as if I've never sinned. Oh, you love and you love and you love every offense to forget. Cause you love and you love and you love, though I could never earn it. On the verge of seeing a great move of the Lord A remnant raised up for this reason But which of us are gonna step up and seize it? Many a call, a few ago One body, one blood One spirit, one love One voice, one heart One mission, one God Shows his love in it. This is the ultimate covered 
covenant, this is a covenant, this is a covenant. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. There's an army rising up, selfless soldiers fight for love. We are gathered in your name, singing worthy are you king. As we pursue through the trials and temptation, we're done with dead religion. We're done with playing games We want to see your power Consume your church today So what I find really odd is um, the gravesite. And, and this, to me, um, as a Christian who sings, as a born-again believer who sings, if I were to create an album or want to sing to the Lord, I wouldn't choose this as my area to go to. So, you know, you want to be close to your father, the devil, so you go where the dead lie, because right now this boy is dead. Like, dead, like, as far as in his sin, and is on his way to hell. Pour fuel upon the fire so the lost may see the light hey, Lord, come replace your lampstand Lord, hear your people cry And wake us up Holy Spirit, wake us, wake us up Holy Spirit, wake us, wake us up Holy Spirit, wake us, wake us up, come and wake us up. We're done with living lukewarm. We're done with compromise. And you're like, okay, Kim, I can't really hear anything. That sounds weird, even the wake us up. Okay, the lyrics sound pretty good. Um, yeah, just hold on. Is Father, hear me as I pray. Comfort me 
up inside with heaven's holy fire. I wanna burn again. I wanna burn again. I don't know if I really want to burn again. I, burning just doesn't sound very fun. I mean, I don't want to burn. Come crashing, come collide. Your presence purifies. I wanna burn again. I wanna burn again. Again and again now. Over and over again. Again and again now. Over and over again. Again and again now. Over and over again, again and again now. Your love ain't a burden. It's everything that I need. A promise given to me is my birthright. I'm not in a hurry. I'm hungry to taste and see. I'm not gonna rush, oh Lord, I'm on your time. Okay, so this video here, um, as you can see, it's Heal My Heart by Ecclesia featuring Sarah Jewers. I don't know, Jewers. Anyway, um, he is being basked in oil. Um, yeah. Okay, here you go. This is certainly not what the Bible meant by anointing your head with oil. Again, we're going to get into creepy now, guys. This is creepy. This is going from, okay, Kim, they sound legit, to, okay, well, here you go. This is um, their art coming in the visual now. next video um you're gonna see exactly why i am doing a podcast solely upon this demonic activity and call me whatever you want guys i'm to the point right now where that trumpet is going to sound and the church the true church is going to be raptured and there are people still playing games these people do not represent christ of the bible they are not saved i can unequivocally say that you know why because nothing that they say or do comes out of what a born-again believer would say or do. Everything that they say and do does not align with Scripture. That is how I know. They bring forth another gospel, and according to God's word, not Kim's word, God's word, they are accursed. So this next video, I'm going to let it play. Um, you're going to see symbolism. You're going to see yoga moves, uh, especially when he brings his hands into, it's called into center. You bring it into center. That's where you kind of get your, and he doesn't, uh, hold it there. They don't, they're very slick in their filming. Um, 
They do a lot of symbolism poses, yoga poses, everything that is occultic is in this video. And um, again, if you're listening to it without looking at the video, you're going to be like, Kim, lyrically, it sounds okay. There is nothing Christian. There is nothing godly about what I'm about to show you. I'm going to let the video play in its entirety so you can see it. You can see them wearing masks. They're conditioned. Okay. You can, uh, again, just see the new age symbolism. We have to do a better job, church. We have to. We have to stop encouraging this behavior. We have to stop inviting this nonsense into your church. And if your pastor is part of the problem, you either need to call out your pastor or you need to leave the church. Enough is enough is enough. This disgusts me on every single level. Every single level, this kid is demonic. Absolutely demonic. It's been a long time coming You've been waiting for me to come in But I'm proudfully choosing Learning my understanding It's bad behavior like a bandit Even still, I you're never stopping Riding me to come to your place to dine in You have prepared a table Ready for me to consider The bread and the wine remind me that Before me, I will abide in the presence. Come with the heart of confession. Only He can hear me.
the next picture that you're going to see is actually the album cover. Yeah, right? You're telling me that that is God? Now, they, they explain the color of the rainbow and what it means. Come on, guys. We have to pay attention. We have to do better. I don't know what this symbolism means up here. If someone can help me out, that would be great. But this is disgusting. This is absolutely disgusting. We're going to dive into their Instagram. Um, so Ecclesia World, he says, life is about maturing and balance. Yahshua embodies this so perfectly as an example for us. We can so easily fall into the way of lawlessness. That is the yeast of Herod. Okay, that's just a little weird, but okay. Or the way of legalism, the yeast of the Pharisees. So both of those things are wrong. The, the lawlessness is what he is, okay? He's, he's in lawlessness. He's following his father, the devil. And then legalism, that's just the term to say, you know, if you're religious, which again, I agree with that. We shouldn't be religious people. But um, there is a point where we have to be legalistic in some ways, and I agree with. Both are antichrist, okay? No. Um, the narrow way is the way of spirit and truth, the way of endless freedom and sacrificial love. In this path, you learn that all things are pure to those who are pure. In this path, you learn that love is the best way. In this path, many try to catch you and heap labels upon you, but you are free in the flow, caught up in the wind. The wind why he's capitalizing wind, I don't know. The wind blows wherever it pleases. They hear it sound, but they cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. Very, very new age in this. Very, very new age. And if you can't see that, you're part of the problem as well. This is a new age mumbo jumbo right here. I don't see the narrow way is the way of spirit and truth the way of endless freedom and sacrificial love. I, that's not the gospel. In this path, you'll learn all the things that are pure. What is he talking about? No. That, that, no. And, and here, it just gets worse. What does it mean to be baptized by fire? Hyper-emotionality and a placebo effect. Spiritual experiences. Someone help me dissect that sentence because I, I I don't know. I want you to pay attention to some key words because this is total new age. The true baptism of fire is that of great suffering, the wilderness season, the dark night of the soul. I don't know. I don't have a dark night of my soul. Your false illusions of self and reality burn away as your ashes are reformed into the likeness of source. This word right here, that little word, that big word, this thing right here is 100% new age, 100% new age. Source? Is he, what? Only through this death can you, can the real you be realized. And then, of course, he's selling his product here. What? 
And then when we get to this next photo, it's complete demonic bullcrap. And this again is 100% deception. I played in the beginning what these people believe. And even the lyrics to songs, the songs, I should say, not the lyrics, because again, on the onset, on the, on the outside, you may think, oh, well, it sounds Christian. It looks Christian, but you have to dig deeper. Remember the devil masquerades as an angel of light. Source is not God. Source is not Jesus. This is new age. Here we go. This is the next photo. If this is not demonic, first of all, they're all naked, which you can clearly tell. And uh, he said, I took these photos. After surrendering my life in deeper way to the devil, I mean, Yahshua, four years ago, because he didn't surrender to Christ. He surrendered to the devil. Christ would not have him do something like this. This is not Christ. Where, where do you see Christ? Do you see Christ anywhere in this photo? Do, do you see Christ anywhere in this perverse photo? It's not Christ. So anyway, I took these photos after surrendering my life in deeper way to Yahshua four years ago. I allowed myself to let shame indoctrinate me to believe that I should be embarrassed of my art. If that does not sound like the devil telling you, deceiving you right from the beginning. I mean, look at her eyes. You can't even do this podcast without being creeped out by her. I deleted it all from my social media and stopped creating art for about a year. And this year I became radical for fasting and spent extended hours in a prayer room petitioning for revival. He probably spent hours petitioning the demons and he summoned them and oh, do they work? Okay, here we go. True awakening right there. True awakening transcends. Another keyword right here transcends and includes the previous stages of growth. Paraphrasing Richard Rohr. You're like, who is that? Well, he's a new age guy. The same new age guy that Stephen Furtick quoted. Faith is meant to be more than a formality. Can I preach this? Faith is meant to be more than a feeling. Faith is meant to be more than a formula. In fact, if you can reduce it to a formula and make sense out of it, it ain't faith. If you can explain it, it ain't faith. You don't need faith for what you can explain. You need faith for what your eyes can't perceive. You need faith for what you don't understand. Richard Rohr has a definition of faith. He says that faith is patience with mystery. Faith is the willingness to abide in a place that you don't fully understand the ramifications of. True awakening transcends and includes the previous stages of growth. Paraphrasing Richard Rohr. These aren't my words, guys. These are his words, quoting from a new age man. Otherwise, we just keep jumping from community to community, ideologically, ideology to ideology, and then I cut off the rest. Okay. You guys feeling a certain type of way now, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's move on, shall we? Okay, so this right here is just some of their clothing, um, their clothing line. And again, you're like, oh, tongues of fire, dead to sin. I, I mean, yeah, this all looks legit, right? Every tribe, every nation. Okay, what's the big deal? Look at the rest of their stuff that they're selling. 
And then last but not least, uh, they have no longer, um, they've deleted all of these posts that I uh, still have. Um, anyway, but look at this, 14,000 followers are believing, have already been deceived into their nonsense. So you can follow them, but they have zero posts now. Um, if you go to this, this is their website. You can hear the music for yourself. You can look at everything for yourself. I don't recommend it, but if you don't believe me, because clearly what I've showed you is a lie, then you can go ahead and sit in that 100% deception. And all of this This is not Christ. This is New Age. Hey, family. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I trust that you enjoyed it and you will share it. You can find this podcast on Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, and more. Just head on over to our website, lifeclipspodcast.buzzsprout.com, lifeclipspodcast.buzzsprout.com for more podcast platform options. And for those who are listening to the podcast, thank you. But head on over to our Rumble channel. You will find right above the video a green subscribe button right there in the top left-hand corner. Life Clips Podcast is spelled Life Clips underscore podcast. Again, Life Clips, one word, underscore podcast. If you want to be a guest on Life Clips by either giving us your life clip or just talking about what's happening today, email us at lifeclipspodcast at gmail.com. Lifeclipspodcast at gmail.com. As always, I'm saving the best for last. Look up for our redemption is drawing near. <laughs>